Oh my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Hi, friends and lovers. Hey, how's it going? How are you, Andre? I'm doing so well. I just went to a Berkeley alumni event, which is where I went to college, and I ran into so many people who were actually interested about our podcast. Nice. It is crazy. I'm excited that everyone is excited, but also sad that we all have so many bad dating stories. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's life though, right? That's true. Yeah. We all just get enough experience to find what we actually want. That's smart. That's the silver lining, the lessons, I guess. I would but... say that's an anecdote, actually. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Y'all, I have said anecdote like 30 times today. That's my word of the day. So that's a little roast from Andre, <laughs> but we love a little roast around here. Oh, yeah. But how was your week? <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, y'all, Andre showed up to the gym a couple of times this week. Oh, my goodness. So that was good. He's my workout buddy when he gets enough sleep to come in the morning. But news is, is that I have a new gym crush. A new gym crush. It's time. Who is it? I can't say. Okay, okay, sorry. Describe them. Like... The cutest, sweetest boy ever. I feel like he could potentially be my, like, reformed, hot, and horrible. Like, maybe I'm not attracted to that anymore. No, that's crazy. (laughs) I feel like I still am. But I'm saying he might be a nice boy. We only have five episodes because you end up getting together (laughs) with this boy. No, no, no. But that's all I'm going to say for now. I'll see if y'all can guess who he is. Okay, let's talk about the before guys, though. Today, Andre and I have some red flags to share with y'all. We do, because, you know, Hot and Horrible is all about ignoring those red flags. Exactly, because someone is ridiculously sexy <laughs> and irresistible to you. So we also want to hear your red flags. So when this podcast airs, you know, let us know on social media what your top red flags are. And we'll make, we'll compile a list where, you know, we will tell you the top five red flags. Just send one in or, you know, however many you want, but we'll tell you our top five, starting with you, Emily. I'm ready, y'all. I wrote these all down last night at like midnight. So it's peak like angst. Like you couldn't sleep. (laughs) Coming through (laughs) this. Yeah. Okay. Red flag number one. When boys have abs. Whoa, I disagree. Wait, okay, explain this. I'll explain. Why? There was a period of time where my friends tried to ban me from dating guys with abs. Why? Because abs are where boys store their audacity. Abs (laughs) equals audacity. Everyone write that down. Abs equals audacity. (laughs) This is hot and horrible university, right? (laughs) Yeah, write it down. Okay, Professor Emily. There will be a test. (laughs) This doesn't make sense, though. So if a guy has abs, you're like, no. Because for a fact, I know you've liked a couple guys who have had abs. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My friends tried to ban me from dating boys with abs. It didn't work. I tried a couple times. I was like, I'm not sure if he has abs or not, guys. Turned out he had abs. And then I was just like, the abs are everywhere. I can't stay away. (laughs) You know, I, uh, the closest I've ever gotten to like a six pack is like a four pack. And then you have that like tiny belly thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, the tiny pouch pooch. I think there's something about boys having abs or a lot of muscles that makes them feel entitled sometimes. 
I could feel that. Yeah. Not everyone, but it's a little bit of a red flag, you guys. That's a good one. Well, uh, my first red flag, I don't really know what to call it okay. exactly because I could go straight into gold digger, but it's not really gold digging. Mm-hmm. When it's kind of like, um, you know, somebody who takes advantage of you. I think when you've been on at least five dates and they don't offer to pay or, you know, they don't make any effort to be like, oh, like this is what we should do next. And you're the only one. Red flag. Because if they keep on taking advantage of you coming up with dates, it's like, oh, what are you contributing to this relationship? Mm-hmm. I, I feel that one. And I think that makes sense. And I think it just broadly speaks to you want whoever you're dating to match your energy exactly, and to feel like that person's going to put, you know, their time and effort into seeing you and hanging out with you. And part of that is sharing resources and experiences with you. Yeah. So that makes total sense to me. You want someone who's going to put in the effort. Exactly. Like if you, if you take her out, you know, on four like really nice dates, even if she was like, do you want to go to Starbucks and she pays for it? That's a, that's a win. Yeah. I agree. I respect that. That passes my test. Oh yeah. (laughs) Guys with abs. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. Your turn. Number two. Okay. My second one, this is kind of a niche one for my Nashville girlies out there. When boys want you to go to Broadway or Midtown. Okay, I I, I do. (laughs) I disagree with that. I know you do. Half of it. Yeah. Broadway, yes. Midtown is where the locals hang out. In my mind, it's all the same thing. But it's completely different. No. (laughs) Because, okay, check this out. On Broadway, you get tourists all the time. And it's like people just looking to hook up. If you go to Midtown, it's like there are crazy people who are locals. My friend actually got punched in the I face. I know she did. <laughs> that just adds to my point. At Red Door. Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, but Midtown has its like own thing to it where it's like, oh, you know, I know people who go here. You know, it's great. We can have a good time. So it's a red flag that my date wants me to go there because that means he goes there. You know, if you're swimming in an ocean, <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be fish and there are going to be sharks. You know, you're going to have to take that risk. But like Broadway, if we take that to Broadway, Broadway is all sharks. Midtown, you just don't know what you're going to get. Okay. For those who aren't from Nashville, Broadway is like the tourist part of town. And there's almost no way you won't have a good time there if you're a tourist. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I also think that this red flag more so points to you know, one of the first couple of dates you would go on. And I yeah. think just like, I would be more excited personally if a man was like, do you want to go to the lake with me? Okay. Or do you want to go? I'm an East Nashville girl. So like, do you want to go to Dino's? You know, just like things like that, that I feel like I, f- I feel more of a connection to them because I'm like, oh, we have more in common versus someone asking me to go to Broadway or Midtown. I might think, Oh, maybe we don't have that much in common. Just off the bat. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, I do respect that. Yeah. It's a personal preference. So my number two comes from, you know, like the dating apps. Mm-hmm. It's like when people have a negative thing about them in the dating app. This is very controversial because I've seen this before and I've talked about this with people and people get upset. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think just 
it don't start it off negative yeah like let's just focus on the positives here and i think that there's a difference between saying like i don't like top golf yeah top (laughs) golf or versus just being like really negative on your dating profile and just saying i don't like men who have abs or yeah (laughs) that's a (laughs) self-roast but yeah i think just generally starting off positively is more of a green flag. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like if you just tell me what you do want, if you tell me what you do like, it's like, it makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on board with that one. That gets my seal of approval too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm, I'm You're home doing runs good. Today. <laughs> my third one is when boys trauma dump on you. Ooh, like too soon. Yes. There is a lot of layers to this, I think. But first of all, I think that a lot of the times men will use women for emotional labor. Yeah. And in fact, that's often in relationships what I felt most offended by. Like, I would honestly rather someone use me for my body than for my emotional labor. And I think that when men trauma dump on you so soon it creates like a sense of artificial intimacy like makes you feel like you know each other better even though you don't yeah and then it kind of allows them to get away with more i think i can see that yeah i think i think it's a fine line though you know because it depends how far you are like getting Mm -hmm. to know them because i know a lot of guys are scared of sharing what's like on their heart because it's like oh once i share what's on my heart then she's gonna think you know poorly about me Mm -hmm. and i'm all for being vulnerable and getting to know someone and being yourself but i don't want to hear about your childhood trauma on the first date that yeah on the first date i once on a first date had a man tell me all about his divorce and (laughs) how he like found out she was cheating on him because a text message popped up on their like car screen like i don't want to know of you know don't put that on me when we don't even know each other. I like that. Yeah. Yes. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Becky right now. What's Becky? Becky is the new personality in a can and the best tasting seltzer on this planet. Where does the name come from? You know, Becky is like the polar opposite of Karen and Becky is like the life of the party. And that's why we call it personality juice because it brings out the Becky in everyone. What about the flavors? Well, in the Thirst Trap variety pack, there's pink lemonade, passion fruit, mango, and even tropical cherry. It's delicious. It's very tropical. It reminds me of something I drink on a boat back home in Michigan. They're gluten-free, all-natural, keto-friendly, and only 100 calories, so we can get wasted at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I don't recommend that. Be safe at the gym. Where can I buy them? For the lake, not the gym. They're being sold at Hampton Social, the Virgin Rooftop, Wendell Smith Liquor Store, and they're soon to be sold at the Nashville Sound Stadium. Can I follow Becky on social media? You can follow Becky at at TasteBecky, and you can go to their website at TasteBecky.com. All right, y'all, go buy some Becky for your hot girl summer. Okay, we are back. Number three Mm -hmm. for me. Basically, basically trauma dumping too, actually, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny, but it's like somebody who poorly talks about their ex. Yeah, I agree with that. I think... 
when you're getting to know someone in a dating way, it should just be like you're getting to know them any other person in a friendship way, you know? So exactly. don't try to speed up the intimacy. And especially don't try to speed up the emotional intimacy to get into someone's pants. Preach. <laughs> I actually have a funny story. Well, not a funny story. Is it an anecdote? It's an anecdote, if you will. <laughs> First date, we go to... Is it we, Broadway? We go to Midtown. We go to Midtown. <laughs> And she's like, Midtown would be so much fun. Let's go to the Kung Fu Saloon, where it has games like skee-ball. We go to the Kung Fu Saloon and meet her. She's like, fine, but she just doesn't... Her vibe is unhappy. Mm. And we're just talking. Halfway through the conversation, she says, you know, I really didn't like my ex, blah, blah, blah. She, she like told me all about her ex. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, I was like, do you want to play skee-ball? <laughs> And That's she, honestly a good response. And she was like, sure. So we get, you know, the quarters or whatever. We're playing skee ball. And then she continues talking about her ex. And I'm like, this is like recent. And she's like, yeah, we broke up yesterday. Oh and my I was gosh. like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I, I, she was like, yeah. She's like, you're a really nice guy, but you know, this might be too soon. And I was like, you think I was like, oh, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think in that moment, it kind of depends on what you want too, because a lot of these red flags are really relative to what you want from the situation. If you that's went true. into that date just wanting someone to sleep with, that's maybe not the worst situation to be in. But if you went into that date thinking, oh, I'd like to, you know, explore a potential connection with someone, if there is one here, then that turns into a pretty big red flag. Yeah. 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 I mean, she was very nice about it. She was like, you know, just not, you know, ready. At least she was honest. I know. After ski ball, you know, yeah. I, I spent so much money on ski ball. <laughs> I'm never going to get those quarters back. That's a good one, though. I feel like ours were really similar. Yeah. So number four. Number four on mine is inconsistency. How so? So I think it can manifest a few different ways. But when I'm, I'm thinking about a particular situation that I was in, which was perhaps one of the most traumatizing <laughs> well, situationships I've ever been in in my life. But... I think when men will, like I was talking about before, be really intimate when they're with you, like it's kind of intense when you're together, like we'll act like your boyfriend. I once had a man tell me that he has boyfriend tendencies, but he doesn't want to be in a relationship what? with everyone. My therapist loved that one. She quoted <laughs> it back to me about 50 times. I feel like she's going to trademark it. Wait, so boyfriend tendencies yes. without wanting... Without wanting a relationship. And I think it's when a man will act like your boyfriend when he's with you and then we'll kind of ghost you for a few weeks. That's terrible. So, and then be like, oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, enter back into your life. Act like your boyfriend again to kind of get you hooked on it. If you have anxious attachment style, this is the worst possible thing that can happen to you. Because what it's basically doing is make someone feel really close to you and then they're taking that away from you so then you're you're gonna want that more and seek out attention from them more so we want a man who's consistent with his actions and making sure that his words are aligning 
with his actions. I love that. Yeah. Somebody who's just non not trying to manipulate you. I feel like a lot of that is like mental manipulation. I think so too. Yeah. Because on one side it's saying, oh, I don't want anything serious, but when we're together, I'm going to do everything that's in a relationship with you. Yeah. It's like, just say, say what you want. Yeah, exactly. So inconsistency. And that can be a lot of different things. Like I was saying, if someone's texting you really inconsistently, if they're not making plans with you until the last minute, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Because then it's like, oh, man, he's texting like three other girls. Yeah, that's a sure (laughs) sign that there are other girls in the picture. Yeah, for sure. Okay, my number four is one that's I feel like this is kind of common, but friends and family don't like her Mm. or don't like them. You know, I think too many times after you end a relationship, your friends and family come out of the woodwork and they're like, yeah, I didn't like her anyways. It's like, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, you could have saved me months of my life. Yeah. And it's like, no, you seemed happy. It's like, oh my God, that frustrates me. (laughs) So you're just saying when people don't mesh in with your family very well. Yeah. That's important. And I feel like our friends know us really well. Yeah. So if our friends are saying, hey, there's something wrong here, there's probably something wrong there that we're ignoring because they're hot. I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think uh, especially like friends know you better. And when you're not being authentic with yourself with that person, it's like a bunch, there's a chain reaction of bad decisions. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Okay, I agree with that one, too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Number five for me is really similar to one of yours. When people act jaded on their dating app profiles. Like, when they say, like, oh, let's see what we can agree on and what we can agree on from them is this app is the worst or women on here just want to talk to you or text you, but don't want to meet up like complaining about dating on your profile is a turnoff for me. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. And it's just setting things off in such a negative way because it's like, well, I'm already thinking negatively now because you're being negative. Yeah. And I get it, like dating is hard, but that's not that's not how we should be leading when we're meeting people. I really believe that in order to kind of not be jaded when you're dating, you just have to kind of be open-minded. Agreed. Yeah. I think it's okay to feel those things, yes. but to put your foot forward like, oh, you know, I don't like this, I don't like that. That's That's the wrong way. Yeah, and I think... You know, go into a new date with the mindset of, oh, I'm going to meet a new person today. Yeah. I'm going to try a new restaurant. I'm going to play ski ball, you know, <laughs> and just you? kind of <laughs> just kind of go into it, not thinking, oh, I'm going to meet the love of my life today. That's because that's when people get disappointed, I think. Yeah, I've been uh, you know how I met your mother. Yes. I've been Ted Mosby before. Really? I've been like, oh, man, I thought this was going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. But you always set yourself up. For uh, disappointment. Yeah. And I mean, we all get excited about people, but... We do. Yeah. Those are my red flags. Okay, you have one more. So this one's actually so funny because I feel like this happens too much, but it's people who joke too much and make you feel bad about yourself. (laughs) You know? This is maybe me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the red flag. Can you explain further? Okay. So... 
<laughs> where to where to begin? So if like you know you're at a bar, you order like a Michelob or something, mm-hmm. or maybe like a vodka soda for whatever reason, and then that girl's like, "Oh, are you like trying to lose weight?" Or you you know like small oh, things I don't like, like that. that. Yeah. Like and it's like it's playful, but it's also like oh like is she serious? Like yeah. it's too much too soon. At that point, you don't know each other's boundaries either. Yeah. You don't know how far you can push or where the tender spots are. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. I actually have a secret six red flag okay what is it you know breaking news six red flag now this one's like this one's tough because some people are really open about it Mm -hmm. but ghosting i Mm. think if somebody's talking about how much they enjoy ghosting somebody it's like they know it's 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 being hot and horrible yeah ghosting is not nice people it's so easy to just send i've sent a million of these texts hi i had a really nice i have a template have i told Uh, you you this (laughs) i have a template on my phone and the template is for when you go on a date with someone and you don't want to see them again and it's basically just like hi i had a really nice time with you like thanks for buying me a drink there's actually a fill in the blank spot at this point so you can say thanks for the drink thanks for the sex like whatever (laughs) happened happened you know and then i don't feel a connection between us so i don't want to move forward with anything thanks have a great day you have to send that to me i'll send you the template we can publish the template we will also publish the template i've sent this template to a lot of people it's good and you can customize it But don't ghost people because it's easy to not ghost people. It's so easy. I will say, though, I think it's so I have just stopped talking to guys that have like really aggressively pursued me. And I felt like there was nothing more I could say. That's fair. When somebody's so like bullheaded. Yeah. There's nothing you can do but stop responding. Yeah. Also, little anecdote about this. Um, This is just a little one, but. I once was seeing a man who, we'll call him New Zealand man, because that was my favorite thing about him. He had lived in New Zealand. I'm obsessed with New Zealand. Of course. So I thought it was so cool. But we went on a couple dates. We had good banter, good back and forth. Um, we had sex. It was not my favorite experience. Also, you guys, if you don't like hearing people talk about their sex life this is probably not a safe space for you (laughs) you heard it here first (laughs) but we had sex it was not great it was pretty boring and I was like I don't think I want to see him again and he kind of was texting me and wanting to he goes to quantum no way not at our time of day (laughs) but um he was like, do you want to go to the gym? I'll come with you in the morning. I was like, no, like I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't think I sent him the template is what I did. And then this man says to me, you're the human embodiment of my bad karma. What? And then I didn't respond because I was like, what are you saying? What does that mean? (laughs) He was just saying everything bad he's done in his life came in manifested as me coming into his life having sex with him hanging out with him and then telling him sorry you're cool i don't want to see you again and then i didn't respond a couple days later he told me that he had like wanted to jump off a cliff since hanging out with me and then i didn't respond to that and then he responded again and was like i was just joking (laughs) 
And then I was like, I'm not responding to that either. But in that situation, I think it's appropriate to just not respond. Agreed. I think also, you know, if it's not too late, you can text him your therapist number. Be like, <laughs> I saw, I see him at the gym okay. like semi regularly. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll that's do it. That. Is that kind of a red flag? You know, can you talk about the six red flag that you have about going to the gym at the same time? Okay. Well, I'm supposed to have a rule that you shouldn't date people that you go to the gym with. That's fair. Or like people you go to work with, people who you would see regularly. So if things don't work out, you still have to see them all the time. Yeah. Will I stick with that? I don't know because I have a gym crush, (sighs) but But I'm going to try my best. You got this. Because it is a good rule to have. But okay, (laughs) not not, not trying to uh, speed up here, but you know, if they end up being your husband, (laughs) is that, can you go to the gym with your husband? Yeah. Okay. Cute. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we've about covered everything. You know, we hope you have a great week, guys. And uh, Emily, anything else? I'm just excited to hear what y'all's red flags are and if they're similar to Andre and I's or if y'all have some we haven't thought of yet. Exactly. We'll talk about them in the next episode of Hot and Horrible. Bye, friends and lovers. Bye.